episode four of watching horror i'm jared and across the table from me is my wife christina hello 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 you're so chipper <laughs> you say hello you want me to come on and be like hi what <clears throat> say something cool like sup sup yo like youtubers some do that i wouldn't say everyone does that but some people do that enough, yeah enough well you know what it is i think they got to draw people in mm. you know you always notice that all the youtube like the YouTubers, like uh, the popular ones that like the kids listen to, uh, the kids watch. The, the when kids. I say the kids, I mean ours. <laughs> Not like I mean, like I think that's a thing that What's like up, everyone does kids? now. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm not trying to say like the kids, like I'm 90. But anyway, they they make those like faces, like all the thumbnails for the videos are like, oh, or, ah, like they got their yeah. mouths like wide open. They were always yelling and screaming. It's a, it's a thing. It's a YouTube thing. So I, it's like you know. I hate how they have to yell and scream. Does that make me old? I'm like, yes. Why are they was yelling? They're it's, yelling into the camera. It's annoying. Well, you know, no, it doesn't make you old. That is obnoxious. Okay. Just people yelling is obnoxious. It's not to a beat or anything fun. It's just literally, oh, and the air horns and <clears throat> excuse me, the lanky box people. That our kids watch. The kid just makes a loud noise Everything every time. He, every time he talks. He, yeah. He talks like that. Ugh. It's, da, 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 da. it's terrible. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, that's a good segue. It was an awful sound for me to make <laughs> for all of you who were listening. <laughs> you know, the people are thinking, yeah, we know what they sound like. You're doing it. Yeah. Like you're complaining. Well, that's you're what doing- I just said. <laughs> That's what I just said. <laughs> so pay attention. You, know. you know, paying attention. I'm trying. You needed to pay attention. I'm, it's late. It is late. <clears throat> we we record these often really late at night or really early in the morning, depending on how you want to look at it. <laughs> so it's uh, usually we're we're pretty shot by the end of it. Technically, it is the fourth. And this is going to come out on the sixth. Ish. Right? Fifth? No, the fifth. Hmm. So, Unless this goes south and we have to do it again. Yeah. Which is possible. I hope not. <laughs> so, they did the voice, the uh, YouTuber imitating voice, mm. which is a great segue into the movie that we <laughs> chose to watch fittingly for the new year was New Year's Evil. Yeah. The 1980s slasher movie capitalizing on any fucking holiday that doesn't have a movie associated with it. Um, and they chose New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna bury lead. It fucking sucks. <laughs> it depends on how you look at it, I guess. You know what? Some people like movies that suck, and that's fine. I could totally deal with movies that are bad. Like, it, I get the point. Mm-hmm. But this movie isn't that, and violates, I think, the cardinal rule of any horror movie is it's boring. <laughs> it's not even like oh, it's so bad. It's funny. It or it's gory or yeah. whatever it is or yeah. it's scary it it's just its boring yeah. and it's uh, and that's it that's the worst thing i think any horror movie can be is boring because you can 
put up with the campiness. You can put up with the bad acting. You can put up with bad special effects. You could see the merit in it. It's hard to see the merit in boredom. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I don't particularly love New Year's Eve or New Year's as a holiday or whatever. Mm. So I think going in it, I wasn't, I had my, uh, my bias already because mm. I don't like that holiday. You've never liked New Year's Eve. No. No, because there's so much pressure. But did something bad happen to you once at New Year's Eve? Did you have like a really bad New Year's Eve once? I've had lots of bad New Year's Eve. Is it like a scar? Like an emotional scar? Not one that I... I probably tucked a few away. (laughs) But not that I Tucked a few New Year's Eves away? I've been around the sun a few times here. Yeah. There's a few New Year's Eves I could easily be blocked off. (laughs) And still have a lot left. So, <laughs> not that I know of. You know, it is, it's there's always an. It's a social holiday. Yeah. And I'm not a social person, by any mild definition of the word. That that like the pressure, pressure to go out is high. And it's always what are you yeah. what are you gonna go out and do? It's everywhere is full of people. It's either a house party or a bar right. or you rent out some spot somewhere. Right. You know. One, two, and three. I don't want to be it. What do we do for, what's our tradition? We've developed a new tradition since we've gotten older, um, (laughs) is we just order an absurd amount of Chinese food. (laughs) I mean, the bill hits three digits (laughs) before the decimal point amount of food for two of us. No, there's four of us. Well, now, well, this year, our kids partaken, Mm. um, have partaken partaken in it this year. Mm. So there were four of us this year, but usually it's just me and you. It used to be like, it used to be like fifty something, sixty something sometimes. Yeah. The addition of the children, it's increased. Yeah, because we have to get separate meals for them. Of course, we. Because that's weird. Yeah, I don't want to eat like that. that. I swear, every time they say I don't like that on something that we eat, I think we did something wrong. I'm like, oh, we're failing. <laughs> we <laughs> failed. Nothing to do with us. Oh, whatsoever but but this year but we will we'll want we'll get an absurd amount of chinese food and mm-hmm. normally what we do like fucking pigs <clears throat> will normally this year notwithstanding you know the kids would have dinner or whatever we wouldn't eat till later mm-hmm. and then once the kids went to bed we'd set up on our bed mm-hmm. and we just gorge ourselves in chinese <laughs> food and like watch marathons of usually twilight zone yeah it used to be we used to be till we like we just watch it like throughout the year. Well, then we went through a it. phase where we fall asleep to it. Yeah. So we were just like, it, it's on Netflix. Yeah, so, so you just kind of, and, and Prime, I think. Yeah, or it's not it special. Just, I think it's just on, we watch it on Netflix. Like it's just mm-hmm. on repeat. We've gone through the series four, five, six times, I think. Uh, try like 25. Yeah. No, like it was, a, there was a stretch of months and months and months and months where we just fell asleep to the Twilight Zone and just let it yeah. play all night. And it's fun, too, because I don't sleep well. And I wake up middle of the night a lot. And I'll wake up and Twilight's going to be on the TV in the bedroom. And I'm like, oh, awesome, this episode. And I'll watch like an episode or two and then I'll go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a nice great. calming. Uh, it's a nice calming show. I agree. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a the scariness is subtle. Yeah. There's a subtlety to everything. You know, when you have that like sort of 1950s and 60s setting. You know what I mean? Everyone looks like they're in the 60s everyone behaves like they're in the 60s it's great and 50s um and when you dive into uh ed serling rod rod Duh. such a bad name wow 
Yeah, I, I can't believe I said Ed. Rod Serling. When you dive into his history a little bit, it kind of makes it a little more fun. Rod Serling's cool as shit too. If you if you're <laughs> if you're looking to jump into something, just you can just look up Rod Serling. He has a very interesting life. His story is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Outside the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> for sure. So we've exhausted the Twilight Zone usually. So I think this year we wind up binging on forensic files. And um, because of the fact that The Office is losing its um, oh, right. its yeah. spot on Netflix, we, we binge watch The Office till three in the morning. And till that three. was that's when they and cut it. And then they it. shut it off at three. They and cut then we it at three in the, the morning. Episode, which we is fil- okay. We got to finish our episode. It was over like three or four, three or seven. Yeah. And then it wouldn't let us, let us yeah. watch another one. And that I'm was okay that. with that. I'm okay with the office going away. That I'm a little sucks. tired of it. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> by the way, if I sound funny, I'm, uh, I'm a little short of breath. It's so, the COVID uh, again. It's not. The it's COVID. a whist- oh It's God, it's a long it. running thing. I have the I have the long version. Yeah, you stuck have, around. Yeah. Yeah. You have the long girthy version of COVID. They call it long COVID. Yeah. I never uh, I never recovered in some ways. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Christina anyway, is still recovering from COVID. So luckily, <laughs> this is a medium where Christina has to talk a lot. Yeah, of course. So you, so, um, yeah, I might, I might sound like a little gr- grizzly, and I, uh, I may take deep breaths, and I might sound a little funny. So I'm sorry if that's a annoyance as a listener, but you're just gonna have to deal with it. I think, There's nothing I, I can do about it. I think they'll forgive <laughs> so you're you. Just gonna have to deal. I think they'll forgive you. <laughs> I think they're gonna be like, "Oh, fuck this." <laughs> 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 Whatever, fine. Whatever. <laughs> so, with it being New Year's Eve or around, I don't know. Can we get we? I'm not. I'm gonna ask. Mm-hmm. Well, it's too late now anyway. But I think we can get away with doing this movie this week, even though it's gonna come out after New Year's. Yeah, okay. I think it's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So we did New Year's Evil, and let's. Uh, we watched it on New Year's Eve. I mean, we did. Did we watch on New Year's Eve? Yeah, we did. Holy shit! Yeah, we did. <laughs> We did. I never saw this movie before. Did you? No. You never saw it either, right? No. I I, I was convinced that the movie we were going to watch was called New Year's Slay. That, see, that would have been why, cool. And I don't know if there's a movie called New Year's. I, I, it's so easy to just look it up. Ooh, hold on a second. Hey, Google. New Year's Slay from Pinterest. Wow. <laughs> no, it took New Year's Lay. Well, that's, that's a whole different kind of movie, slay. too. Yeah. It's a book. It's a book? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Includes recipes. No shit. <laughs> All right. So New Year Slay, Slay is actually is a, a book. book. 3.9 out of 5 stars on Goodreads. Yeah. Book by Harper Lynn. So shout out to Harper Lynn. All right. I can't vouch for the book, though. I, I don't know. I didn't read it. But it comes I just with recipes, I literally so. just Googled. All right. Well, as you heard, as um has been the trend on this show hmm. so those people with more time talent and money go and check that out <laughs> christina had the idea you do the work no i didn't have the idea i that's just what i was convinced the movie was I'm like oh, okay new year's sleigh right it was an accidental idea yeah all right happy accident yeah just like but, bob ross says so speaking of dead people <laughs> so like we said we watched new year's evil i'd never seen it before christina's never seen it before <clears throat> Um, and if you haven't seen it before, don't bother. Don't bother. No. But <laughs> no, see if it. you insist on watching it, watch it. Yeah, see um, it. Why but, not? you know, this podcast, we talk about the movie and we do spoilers up and down, left and right. And even the, listen, 
This movie came out in 1980. It's not a spoiler okay. if it came out. It is 40 it out years old at this point. It's a spoiler if you ha- if you don't have the opportunity to watch it before someone tells you about it. No. Yeah, no. It's I, a spoiler. Like, like, like if you if you um, save a show. I don't know. I I have a a tendency to call it tape, um, but that's because I was born in 1982, <laughs> and we used to tape things back then. So I keep wanting to say tape. So if if you tape uh, a show, yeah, you don't get a chance to watch it, right? You got to watch it after after work, right. right? But everybody watched it the night before, yeah. But you had to work, let's say. So you know you can't watch it until like the next night. So you go on Facebook and everybody's writing about it. You can't watch it. That's a spoiler. It's but if just, you've got time, no. If you've got time, you know what I mean. I I feel like if something's in the theater, as long as it's in the theater, it's a spoiler. No, no, no. But once it comes out, like on netflix and no. stuff like that sorry it's no. it, it's fair game you're wrong a, a movie from 1980 is fair game you it's had fair game you now. had you had 40 years a thousand to percent. watch this yes. movie <laughs> it's fair game no 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 it's, it's not, not about, a spoiler it's not about not being allowed <laughs> to talk about it or being whatever i mean a spoiler is if you've seen it I mean, sorry, if you haven't seen it and someone gives you details about it and you still wanted to see it, mm-hmm. that's a spoiler. What, what's you, a trailer then? A trailer's like what's the difference a mild a spoiler. spoiler. <laughs> it's a, it's I a, I don't see the difference. It's a mild spoiler you're willing to partake in. Yeah, a spoiler. Whenever like, whenever like I want to show something to the kids and I can't describe it well enough, I'm always like, there's a fucking trailer. Right. Let me just find the trailer. Yeah. And I show them the trailer, and that's like sufficient. Yeah, they get a taste for what the movie's about without me having to like explain it. And uh, but that's okay. But what's the difference? Well, the spoiler is that in this particular instance is in this show. On this show, we talk about the movie. We we break it up into chunks. We talk about details from the movie. We talk about the ending, the middle, the beginning, all the stuff here, there, and everywhere. It's more than a trailer because we're going to talk about the end, talk about the middle, talk about the beginning. It's not just the overall plot. Even if it's been 40 years, it's still full of spoilers. I'm not saying that I feel bad about it. I'm not saying you should feel bad about it. I'm just saying. I don't think this is an argument that I can win. So I'm just right. going to let not, it go. You're right. Because I'm, you, I'm right. And let you continue being wrong. Um, Everyone knows I'm right. <laughs> if I'm right and you agree, <laughs> you can email us at watchinghorrorpodcast at gmail.com. Or our Instagram, same yeah, name, leave a watching comment. our podcast. Leave a comment. Tell us to get fucked. I don't care. <laughs> or tell me I'm right. Like, yeah. that's fine. I'd be like, yeah, that's a spoiler. Be like, yo, you stutter a lot. <laughs> you guys are slow. Figure it out. Oh, I am looking at my notes from the last one. What was that? <clears throat> the the silent, silent Night, Deadly Night we watched before. Yeah. We were meant to, we meant to do that as a, uh, as a, uh, a show. Yes. And uh, life happened. You know, happen. two kids at Christmas during a pandemic. Not a whole lot you can do. You got to entertain them. And my side gig, my little uh, baking. Ba- I'm sorry. I know. It's a lot of talking. My little baking business uh, took off a little bit. What's so the a baking lot business? Happened. Give it a shout. I don't want... Give it a shout. Do it. <laughs> I'll do it. It's called Sinister Sweets. How do you spell it? Sinister is spelled with a C I N I S T E R. So sinister, but like cinnamon, right? C I N, like not C I N N. Um, so sinister sweets. Sweets is spelled normal. S W E E T S. Um, dot com. Dot com. 
I mean, what, uh, what do you do there? I make lots. I make cinnamon buns mostly. Yeah, you do. I make some really kick-ass cinnamon buns. Yeah, um, for real. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want, like, head over. The I ship to the whole United States, except for like <clears throat> the places that are hard to get to, like Alaska. Only and the continental United States. It's so funny to say that the continental United States. <laughs> I wanted to draw, I, I used to do um, uh, street fairs on my chalkboard. I, was, I wanted to draw, like, instead of writing the word continental United States, I hate the word, I don't know why I don't like the word continental. I would, uh, I just wanted to draw a map of the United States and put, like, an X where Alaska is and, and an X where Hawaii <laughs> is just to make it, like, <laughs> completely obvious. I just couldn't find the room. <laughs> if you're living in Hawaii, you're it's good. It's got to be tough. You know what? You might not be able to get things shipped to you or... I think it depends on where you live in Hawaii. Not all of Hawaii is paradise. No. Granted. Okay. More paradise than where we live. More island, that's for sure. Yeah. Just saying. I'd be scared of a tsunami. I couldn't live in Hawaii. Between tsunamis and volcanoes, it seems a little rough. It's just... There are places where I just want... Like, why are you living? Do you, do you Does anybody know that global warming is happening? Like, we think about buying a house sometimes. You know, we live in Queens. So that is on the island of Long Island. And that irritates me because, like, if some, you know, weather phenomenon would happen, we're stuck on an island surrounded by water, which is not a safe place to be. No. Especially if you get, you know, hurricane force, uh, like Sandy destroyed lower um, Long Island, starting from Brooklyn, which is also on the island of Long Island, all the way through to uh, Suffolk County, which is the other end of Long Island. And uh, the damage was horrific. You get a storm that's more powerful than that, you'll see damage, you know, into Long Island. Thankfully, we're on the very northern, northern side. We're not affected by uh, by that stuff. We live in a in a place where there's like water goes kind of in between Lower Manhattan. Um, no, sorry, in between the Bronx, uh, the Lower Bronx, and uh, into the Long Island Sound. So there's no there's no. Uh, I'm talking a lot about geography. Oh my god, there's no ocean. There'll be a test. There'll be a test if you can get New York geography correct. Dear Lord, my point is, when when considering where to live, one must now consider global warming to be a factor. And you hear that, Hawaiians? <laughs> Hawaii, California, Ugh, Miami, <laughs> my God, Florida. Now it's starting to creep up the coast. Um, even the Carolinas are starting to see worse and worse weather. You know, as it's going, it's starting to go further and further north. As, uh, as time goes on. So before a natural disaster kills you, your mm. family, and wipes away your home, um, you should totally go visit SinisterSweets.com. <laughs> and <laughs> I regret saying that. You should All I meant to say was that like life was really busy. And so we missed even last though, week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's that. That's just my long, long. You know, get to know us. We got, we got a family too. You guys got a family. We all got families. We got we got stuff to do. It's been a crazy year. Yeah, we, we were just to pull the curtain back. We were um, we were ahead of schedule with mm-hmm. recording shows, and then we fell behind for various mm-hmm. reasons: technical issues, life issues, yeah. holiday issues, all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So we are up against the wall here. Yeah. So you're hearing this whenever you do, but we are actually recording it the day before I'm going to be putting it out. Oh yeah, tomorrow's Tuesday. Yeah. No, tomorrow's Monday. Well, technically. Oh, right, today's Monday. Right. Yeah, you're right. 
So so back to the movie New here. Year's Slay. New Year's I mean, New Evil. Year's evil. Oh, New Year's Evil. Okay. So New Year's Evil. So New if you Year's haven't evil. seen it, here's what it is about. Mm. Set in L.A. during New Year's Eve, particularly a New Year's Eve celebration, a woman named Blaze, which is not quite clear who she is, a she's DJ, a, she's a like TV a rock, personality. A rock queen, you know, some, right. kind of rock, some kind of rock and roll goddess Some kind of rock person. MC. Uh, yeah. receives a phone call during this her guess New Year's Eve rock show um, from a killer named Evil. Evil. That's right. Evil. Hmm. Uh, when New Year strikes um, each time zone, uh, Evil says someone will be murdered and she will be the last one. Mm-hmm. And then we have New Year's Eve fun ensues. Mm. But it's not fun. This movie sucks. <laughs> it, I think it depends on where you look on it. Look look on it. Sorry. I think it depends on the way that you look at it. But it's boring. Oh, it's awful. It's boring. Like in, Yeah, in lots of ways. It's, it's super boring. Yeah. So I think the most evil part of this movie is the amount of blush that they decided to put on that gargoyle <laughs> of a lead actress. Our protagonist. Yeah. The, uh, Blaze. 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 She looks like she's been smoking crack for about 20 years. Yeah. And they give her what might be the most beautiful dress I have ever seen in my life. It is this like pink and uh, shimmery kind of iridescent yellow like kind of plasticky totally 80s strapless. It's like a gem outfit from the cartoon gem. We'll put the picture up on the on the Instagram. Oh hell yeah! Um, if you want to see it? We'll uh, check out the Instagram. Watch our podcast from, from the neck down. She's fantastic, but dear God, they like I, I was shocked that they couldn't find. So I don't give a shit how cowdy how cowdy how catty um, I sound uh, because it was really a shock. I was like, seriously, this chick. That's how it opens too. The movie opens with her getting ready for this show. Yeah, I guess the first thing you see is blush. Getting makeup applied to her, and it's a ridiculous amount of blush. My my first note in my book is literally in all caps: "OMG blush," <laughs> because I've it, it's I've I've honestly I don't I've never seen so much blush on a person in my life. Yeah, that was a little it's crazy. A little much amount of blush. Well, she was going on TV, so don't you have to put on a lot of makeup? You gotta, I think you, you gotta make yourself darker because uh, the lights are really bright. So even if you've got, if like you've got like normal looking skin, like I don't know, not normal looking skin, if you're pale white, yeah. you know what I mean? You look pale white, but on TV with all the lights, you'll look like a ghost. Yeah. So they, like if you're white, they, they gotta make your skin a little bit more like olive. So that you look white on TV. So does blush work? Does that help? No, that that's that like gives you. It's blush is supposed to give you cheekbones. Oh, like if you're not if you don't have high cheekbones, it kind of is like a highlight for your cheeks. All right, it gives it like a little rosy glow, and it kind of creates uh, a cheekbone. And nowadays, people do contouring, well, which that's is. Now. Um, where, well, that's what I'm saying. And you know what? I wonder if technology has changed where you don't have to put as much makeup on. I don't know. But, but I remember being younger and they put like I like I did this one stupid like a commercial for this like Chia Pet type thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You were a child act- actress. I was, no, I was not. I was not. Yes, she was. I, 
I was going to be on a toy box when I was like nine months old and then I caught Rosiola and then I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was nine months old and I got had what they called scarlet fever. You got blacklisted I, uh, being difficult to work with. <laughs> well, I mean, I was covered in um, like rashes. It was like so red from head to toe. It was like a full body version of Blaze's Blush. It, it, it was like being, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then I shed like a snake. Mm. I shed like an entire Gross. layer of skin. Like, uh, yeah. So I, I wasn't exactly like camera ready um, at the time. That came later though. That came later. Yeah. 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 And then my aunt asked me to do the stupid commercial thing for like some kind of Chia pet, whatever. They put like all this like darker makeup on my face. And like when I looked in the TV screen, I was like, whoa, I look like normal color, you yeah. know, like the, my normal color. Yeah. But it didn't look that way in person. No, I had like all this darker like mm. makeup on. They're like, well, the lights, you know, they make you look like a lot whiter. They had to, they had to make me look darker so that I looked as white as I do normally mm. because of the lights. I don't know, but I, I'm sure that technology has improved, so I doubt they do that anymore. <laughs> I hope not, because they're seriously in the in this movie, they make this woman look like a like a meth head <laughs> with <laughs> with the amount of blush that's supposed to contour your cheekbones. I mean, look fucking gaunt. It was right? ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'm just saying, she's like she's been smoking crack for like twenty years. Yeah, I agree. And I then agree. she's just and 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 then they gave her a feather boa to go with that gorgeous dress. It was a black, cheapo feather boa, like the kind you get like at Party City. Not even like with like a f- oh excuse me, not even like a nice flip. Then again, like this is a low budget horror movie. Like what the fuck am I talking about? Of course they gave her like a Party City feather boa. Like, I'm an asshole. I'm saying like why didn't they give her like a nice big fluffy one with feathers like actual feathers it's like a low budget fucking horror movie you think like movies like this and I'm sure somebody knows do you think they set out to make a piece of shit like do you think they set out to make like a cult movie like this is obviously this movie I know has its fans I get it you know what I mean I know it does does. yeah oh yeah I know that like okay we watch the movie right we take notes uh, when we watch it and we get and we come here and talk about it. Before we do that, though, I always go a little, I take a step um, further, further. Mm-hmm. and I do just a little research and just try to see some behind the scenes stuff. You know what this is about, what that person did, this, that, and the other. You know, um, and in that, I do see. You know, I come across reviews of the movie, and I do read them. And this movie does have its fans. Yeah, you know, there are people who do fucking love this movie, and this movie is a part of people's New Year's like ritual. Mm. Like they they put on this movie. Mm. That's great. Good. You know. But I wonder if while making this movie, and I didn't come across that, maybe somebody knows, do you set out to make like a cult classic movie? You know what I mean? I mean, this isn't like the trauma of like, like, like the uh, Toxic Avenger and mm. Class of Nukem High, all that trash movie stuff. Did they try to make this movie in earnest to be scary, do you think? It seemed to me like it had, I don't know if the word methodical is correct but it, it had a it had a plot with definite points you know what you mean you have a killer who kills someone every hour from the time the ball drops in new york city until Do you think it's a good idea? it goes through it's kind of cool like I've, I've, it reminded me of the zodiac um killer but i i don't know i i don't know why i thought the guy was traveling from new york yes okay i thought yeah. the guy was like traveling from new york city and 
killing someone in Across every time the country. zone. But like, yeah, I mean, I guess you, you can't clear. always get like through a time zone in one hour and then also kill someone at the same time. So, no. um, in the course of a night, you cannot travel from the east coast to the west coast or vice versa in four hours. in the same fucking day. You know, yeah. I don't think you could do um, that in a plane. No, because, yeah, runways, delays, yeah, and whatever. Yeah. But point being, um, no, you'd have to kill in the airport or on the airplane, well, that you could, know. That would be a more interesting movie. But then get on another airplane within an hour. Good luck. So this guy, uh, is it Mr. Evil or just it's Evil? It's Evil. Evil. It's not just Evil. It's Evil. <laughs> evil. <laughs> evil. <laughs> This guy talks on a payphone with a voice changer in his mouth. That's weird. Like the first time he talks into it, he talks about how he's going to kill someone every hour. Um, for, each, uh, for each, not for each hour, but every time the... Yeah, the clock strikes midnight. Midnight. The, the cl- I cannot. My tongue is like in Marble my... Marble mouth. Every time the clock strikes midnight in every time zone. Each time zone, yeah. Starting from New York all the way through California. Right. Where are they? They're Utah, based, They're right? in L.A. No, they're in oh, L.A. Oh, they're in L.A.? I don't yeah. know why I thought they were in Utah. Because that was Silent Night Dead. Oh, right. It was Utah. <laughs> um, you're confusing your cult classics. I am. <laughs> um, and they both have scenes set in a... Um, psychiatric hospital. Yeah, that's so, a good point. Right? Yeah, this one, I even wrote it down. I'm so smart. Um, <laughs> Crawford Sanitarium. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Which is. Yes. What a place. Yeah, that, seems, a place. Like a, that seems like fun. So, <laughs> the movie opens up. Blaze, our uh, TV host. Like a rock and roll Elvira. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess she kind of hosts a show called Hollywood Hotline. I think that's what the... Is that what it said? That's what the fluorescent uh, sign thing had on the back. Um, In a hotel room. It's a Holiday Inn based on the establishing shot. (laughs) In a hotel room getting ready for her show. And she starts talking about her assistant and how her assistant's supposed to meet her. And that's where we meet Yvonne, the assistant, and we get our first death of the evening. Correct. Um, Yvonne is a... uh, Assistant? She's an assistant, but she's a really bad actress. <laughs> I mean, like noticeably bad, really bad. And you don't see you don't see a whole lot of her because she talks to Blaze on the phone for mm-hmm. about a minute, and she keeps getting ready. And there's a there's two scenes of her in adjusting, the yeah, in the bathroom adjusting the faucet keeps leaking. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I just mention something about that scene? Mm-hmm. She has this light purple eyeshadow on. <laughs> That is just delightful. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, light purple eyeshadow. They glimmered. She had nice big eyes. And they went very well with the uh, with the beads in her hair, who, which also happened to be. Just very, like, I don't know. When I saw her in the mirror, I found her to be very striking. Hmm. I really like the light purple eyeshadow. It's too bad she had to start talking. <laughs> she is an awful actress. Because it was, like, it was noticeably so bad where I kind of audibly went, wow, that's bad. <laughs> I'm not trying to say um, she was good, but. No. But uh, damn, that was really good makeup and uh, good choice on that that light that lilac uh, sparkly eyeshadow. Okay, maybe we'll do like a makeup corner with Christina. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird that I'm bringing up people's clothing and makeup when I'm really not usually interested in people's clothing and makeup. I'm not like a fashion and makeup person. Today, for some reason, I well, there's a lot. Going you know what on it in is? This, this lady is like the focus of the movie. Blaze. Uh, Blaze, right? Yes. 
Um, well, she's like the only lady Not in the gone. whole movie. There's several ladies in the movie, and they all die. Oh, um. well, those <laughs> ladies are... Di- yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, they're... Yeah, but she's like the main focus. Yes, but Blaze. Yeah. It's like the worst name. It, it's so generic. The focus, though, I think is on her. That's that's I think where the cattiness comes from. It's just it's so hard not not to not to judge her. No, you should judge her harshly. Yeah, she puts herself out there. Fuck it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck them. So Fuck we, it. yeah. So Yvonne is uh, promptly killed in the tub. We don't see Yvonne die. We just see she's murdered by a pair of black gloves. Mm. We don't know how. Um, I really want that dress. If you listen to this show. <laughs> And you even mildly like us. I'm not even talking about really like, because I get it. It's like four episodes in, and we might not be likable. I don't know. And the show might not be good. I don't know. But if even if you mildly enjoy what we do, if you could find the dress that Blaze, you know the one. If you're listening to this and you've seen this movie, you know the one. The one she wears. Give us a tip. Christina would like to acquire that dress. No, 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 no. Yeah. After having two kids, um, there is no way I could do that dress justice. I'd give, I'd give, a, I'd probably give a limb to look good enough to have to have the kind of body where I could wear that dress and do it justice. But I, it would just sit on a hanger. Well, you um, know, what? it'd be a cool thing to have. Then. No, no, no. Someone should wear it? it. A worthy person should wear it. Oh dear, yeah. you should wear it. I will look like a monster. Oh my god. <laughs> So Yvonne's dead. <laughs> so she dead. So she dead. And then we are treated to the theme song of the movie mm-hmm. in a uh, more complete form. It opens with this song, and now we get to see the title song, New Year's Evil, performed by the band Shadow. Mm. It's Which a real a band. band. Yeah. It's a real band. This movie is set in 1980. Um, the party is geared towards this new wave punk mm-hmm. kind of feel to it but shadow and the song gives off a late 70s heavy metal kind of sound doesn't fit late, the aesthetic it's really important to mention late 70s yes. heavy metal yeah yeah that's what i said late 70s yeah. no i know you said that but i want to emphasize it because mm. there is a big difference between late 70s heavy metal and like the heavy metal people are probably thinking of like metallica and you know all that stuff yes I, I I know it just it's it's like one in the morning at this point. It's yep, one four. Damn, I'm good. Very good. So, damn it. <laughs> so yeah, so they're in a convertible. They're right? in a the convertible. Yeah, these punks, these '80s prototypical punk I have, new I have wave glam punk. Yes, new wave rock and androgynous. Yes, very androgynous. <laughs> Some are, one of the guys looks like the um, Suicide Squad Joker. Yeah. The Jared Leto Joker. Yeah, the one that walks right up. To, he walks up to a police officer um, who, he, it looks like a police officer. He's a police a officer. Dude, yeah. And for some reason, he's collecting tickets He's collecting to this tickets, thing. which the event being held at the Holiday Inn. Right. Okay. Right. So he's collecting tickets, and this dude walks right up to him, and he's got a switchblade um, hair comb. And he brings it right up to the cop's face and hits the button. And the comb, you know, (laughs) pops out. Yeah, we got tickets. And he's like, oh. And then he starts combing Combing his his hair. And uh, I I thought to myself, could you imagine in 2020 doing that to a police officer? 
I would get shot. Holy shit. I don't care who you are. You, you, putting something like that up to a cop's face. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I don't That's all I could think of. It was really now. hard. It was really hard, like, in 2020 to watch something like that. Yeah, um, but you saw the cop. Not, not hard, like, emotionally difficult. I'm saying, like, like it's it's a shock, in other words. It's a shock. And uh, I think it takes you out of the movie, too, right? I mean, when you see this kind of pudgy cop who's no, just he's kinda, like a donut shop cop yeah he's like you a, know uh, he's a fat mustache donut shop cop collecting tickets outside of like a why is the cop collecting tickets i don't know and why is he so meek about it too <laughs> tickets you need tickets you have tickets yeah the way he like says, he it, says it over it and like over a again asshole yeah you know what i mean so of course you know what of course the guy put hit the the, the switchblade comb in front of him and of course he didn't do anything but like right up against his face I know. he was like it's ridiculous and then like starts combing his hair yeah <laughs> so that's we we meet this group though we meet this group of androgynous new wave punk glam people with a yeah. with a with a sprinkle of of uh, rocky horror picture show yeah they don't really have anything to do with the movie mm. they're kind of focused in they're kind of their ride from like to the to the show or mm-hmm. whatever it's them in a convertible and they're Either they're they're causing problems on the way, they're spitting on people on the way. Yeah, they're, they're just like yelling at people being and being generally obnoxious and waving. And there's like it's you know it's really it's weird. really weird. And at first, I kind of thought like, all right, well, this is gonna have something to do with the movie. No, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. No, they just go in the crowd and like that's it. And you know, see, they get see, lost in a sea you of see other like people. One or two of them trying to get close to Blaze at one point. Yeah. Or another, and that's it. But I remember this one chick on the side. She's on the left side um, of the convertible. She's sitting in the back, and she's holding a bottle of liquor upside down, yeah. <laughs> like it's a freaking hammer. Yeah, and she's just like woo, like holding this bottle of liquor. And I'm like, why aren't they guzzling this thing? What is she? What is she holding it for? I don't know. You think <laughs> they, they should be know, like, yeah. you know, like throwing liquor everywhere? There's such Badasses, and someone, right? something else that's really weird about this is how <laughs> they look and how clearly aesthetic is very important to this group of people. They're driving a beige Buick. Yeah, that's cool. It's not, though. It's a convertible, too. It's it a lame a lot of convertible. It's a grandpa convertible. Whatever. It's what they got. It also, say. by the way, just to, just to bring up the blush again, they're all wearing blush. A yes. ridiculous amount. I don't know who the makeup artist in this movie was. I got to look that up. Holy dear Lord, what is it with you and the blush? My God. And it's not even like like they they don't even like feather it into the skin. It's, it's like these blunt lines. I'll bet you. Like a marker. I'll bet you when <laughs> they first it did it. It's like a blush marker. I'll bet you when they first started to to film this movie, they had the makeup done. And then someone had said, you got to, you're just going to put a, some more blush. And they did it a little bit more. And they're like, no, you got you to put more. And the makeup artist like, you want more? Fuck you. Here's more. And just <laughs> slathered it on everyone here. Are you fucking happy? Is this enough? Just an aggressive amount. Well, that's the thing. Because in the beginning of the movie, you got... Oh, my God. Oh, how unprofessional. Oh, I didn't silence my phone. Oh, Christina. Oh, and there's it's making the it worse. Down. Well, I had to hit the vibrate. You know what that is? That's my new... Um, Dress up game. Oh my god! I'm playing. Um, you just. I'm playing oh, dress no. up, uh, time princess, and I am Marie Antoinette at uh, the beginning of the French Revolution, sort of. And you're talking about how you don't care about fashion 
and makeup. I and really don't. About I'm trying to. That I'm trying to make her make decisions Exposing that holes. don't result in her being thrown in the guillotine or guillotine or whatever the hell you want to call it. Getting her fucking head lopped off and thrown into a basket. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I'm trying to find ways to keep her alive. So Good right luck. now, I'm making her push for taxes uh, to the to the nobles and the rich and the aristocrats in Versailles and. All over France. This is really a get to know you episode, isn't it? <laughs> That's okay. That's fine. Okay. All right. I'm going to call it now. Why? So normally we kind of go through the movie, mm. you know, in chunks, you know, throughout, we go in chronological order throughout the movie. This it's this doesn't seem to be do, going that way. Let's do it per character here. Right. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Let's just do it yeah, that I way because like this movie is just kind of everywhere. We we're, we're we're off track here and that's fine. Mm. But let's 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 call an audible here. Oh, I like that one. And let's do it by character, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. If you're looking to from this podcast to kind of go through the movie, it's not going to happen this time. <laughs> Maybe next time, no promises, but right now we're not going to do that. All right. So well, I don't think it matters. No, I don't think it matters. No one gives a shit. We're just, you know. I give a shit. Oh. All right. Well, that that matters. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say that matter? definitely. No, they, they matter very much. I'm kidding. They matter to me very much. Thank you. I love you. I love you too. This is where everyone's like, all right, and turns it off. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Talk about scary things. Well, this is not the show. I was doing the that. Kramer impression in <laughs> case anyone was wondering. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows that episode slash reference, but. Anyway, we so Blaze, do a that, are that, we uh, are we starting with Blaze? Yeah, well, we, I think we're, we we we're already. Oh my I think god, we're there's that already. Seinfeld episode with the scary clown. Yeah, that that fits. That's a good one. <laughs> the the episode where she dates, uh, yeah, Joe Davola, and he kind of try he attacks her. She has to spray him with cherry banaca, mm-hmm. and to get out of it, it was a little dark. That was a dark, hmm. dark episode. All right, well, that's an idea for. I think that's an idea. I have ideas. For future episodes. Mm. Okay. There's one. That's one. It'll be fun. Okay. So. Crazy Joe Davola. Nuts. So we, <laughs> we've, uh, we're, we're, we've got Blaze down. There's another character here that I want to talk about for a minute here. Derek. Oh, her nutso son. So we meet Derek this in this creep. movie. Um, we meet Derek while Blaze is getting ready, you know, to Go on the air, whatever, host the show, whatever the fuck she's doing. And Derek shows up with a bouquet of roses in her hotel room. Mm-hmm. We find that Derek's her son. Derek shows up with a waistcoat with a very long tail. A tail Like coat. a maitre d' kind oh, of tail coat, is that what it's called? T- yeah, I believe a tail it's a tailcoat. Tail and the skinniest tie you'll ever see without being a bolo <laughs> tie. It's fucking incredible. So we meet Derek here and we see pretty quickly that Blaze, who's his mom could give less than a shit about Derek. Mm-hmm. Um, and Derek is a very moody young adult. I wouldn't call him moody. I think so. I mean, he's kind of weird on the from the get-go. I starts... call him autistic. Okay. Okay, he's on the spectrum. He's way on the spectrum. Fair enough. I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't... Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't argue that. So when he starts talking to his mom about... He got a new part in a, mm-hmm. in a TV series... Mm-hmm. And, his mom doesn't care. She's too busy getting ready for her show that looks like nobody watches, honestly. You know, and he gets kind of frustrated by talking to her. Each time you see Derek, he's doing something more and more weird. Yeah. Right? So he gets all upset at his mom for not uh, being able to pay attention to him because she's in the middle of doing something. 
and she's getting ready to go on the air. She has a big show on New Year's Eve, and he wants to talk about his thing. But she's like, oh, I don't I don't got time right now to talk about it later. I'll buy you dinner after the show. My, my, my favorite part of that, if, if you don't mind me interrupting mm-hmm. for the 200,000th time, is when her son comes in, Derek, sorry, comes in, and he goes, hey, Mom, I've got some great news. And she goes, oh, that's nice, honey. It just blows them off like that. <laughs> it reminds me of that Office episode where... um. Dwight and Angela are having dinner, and yes. uh, she goes, I heard a joke today. He well, goes, well, funny. that's funny. And, and that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's the end of that. <laughs> I think... We- <laughs> Sorry. I am Mrs. Tangent today. You are Mrs. Tangent today. That's okay. <laughs> are you sine or cosine? Oh, my God. A math joke? I'd rather be cosine. <laughs> wow. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> so Derek, um, <laughs> Derek is uh, obviously um, doesn't really care much for his neglectful mother. Mm. Um, asks about his dad in this scene. And no, apparently, I disagree. I'm sorry to interrupt again huh. for the two hundred thousand and one time. One time, time yeah. Um, but he seems to have an infatuation with his mother. I think he wants to impress his mother. You I know, think he's I think... in love with his mother. Maybe, because we find later on Derek, while sitting in the room, um, in the hotel room while his mother is um, downstairs partying, he's um, looking in the mirror. I think it's the mirror, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got uh, red stockings, mm-hmm. fishnets or whatever. I don't, I don't know whatever they are. Um, red pantyhose. Panty- pantyhose. Um, Isn't that an awful word, by the way? Pantyhose? Pantyhose is a really bad word. Pantyhose is hard to say. Because like, the word mean it. panty is really bad. Panties is a terrible word. Some people don't like it. Some people think it's really sexy. I don't like it. I think it's weird. Yeah. Ugh, it makes me kind of like, ugh, it gives me like a cringy It depends feeling. on how you say it. Panties. <laughs> My panties. <laughs> My panties. I don't know. It's not My good. Panties. I don't care for it. I yeah, don't like some it. people it's a it's one of those polarizing things. People either like it or don't like it. Because Chalk it's me down what's the, what's like the it. alternative to panties? Underwear? That's there's nothing sexy about underwear. No. You know what I mean? True. Are you wearing underwears? Well, when you say it like that. <laughs> but you know what people in this city do? <laughs> Johnny Goomba from fucking Howard Beach, yeah. They're talking about like my family. <laughs> They're from Howard Beach. Whatever. They talk like that. Whatever. My stepmother used to literally say underwears. <laughs> it comes from somewhere. I'm just saying. You got the. You got on those underwears. There's, there's a middle ground there. <laughs> there's a middle ground. You can say underwear and just be underwear. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's the thing, though. I think like. I think that that's why people choose the word panties i think it's the lesser of two evils you know what i mean it's either that or underwear and i think people don't like this the word underwear because there's really nothing sexy about underwear well there's nothing sexy about the word panties either but to some people there is yeah, yeah it's one of those polarizing word. things yeah. it's like cilantro some people love cilantro some people hate cilantro true again I, i'm, I'm in the middle, this though. movie some people love this movie some people fucking hate this movie <laughs> I don't hate it. I'm not going to say I hate it. I don't actively hate this movie. I don't. I just think it's not good. In fact, I think I said it fucking sucked. And Mm -hmm. it did. It's boring. It's just boring. You know? Um, That really is the thing. It has its merits. You know what I mean? It has a, you know, you have this profile of this sociopath, like a serial killer, uh, hunting down women. 
all blonde. Yeah. Uh, by the way, yeah. um, and like, Blaze yeah. has like brown hair, She's which like is intro. She's got red hair, which is intro. Interesting. Wow, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, but they're all blonde, and he has like a method. Yeah. He has a type. He sweet talks women. You know. Who um, uh, evil? Evil. Yeah. yeah. I know we're talking about Derek. So okay. he has whatever you want to call it: pantyhose, uh, stockings, hosiery. Um, <laughs> He's got his mother's red hosiery. His mother's red hosiery. <laughs> and um, he's talking to That's himself the in the mirror. And in it, so he kind of, these, he takes a switchblade out. This movie's big on fucking switchblades. I know. He takes a switchblade out. Switchblades and blush. Yeah. And he, and he like kind of rips a hole in it with the, with the switchblade, which is obviously not very sharp because he has difficulty ripping stockings with a fucking switchblade. Um, and he has to do it with his and hands. And then he has to do it with his hands. And, with and, he and he starts biting it and trying to make the whole beer with his teeth. And then he sticks it over his head, um, ripping it a bit. Um, at which point he promptly takes a pin and sticks it in his ear. Yeah. And he's talking. I don't to know what kind of pin that was. I don't it? know what it is either. It's not clear. It doesn't read well on the on the. It's film really there. long. It is long. You know. And it's weird. And he's kind of bleeding a little bit, but yeah, not like down gushing. His neck. Down yeah. his neck a little bit. And well, kind of... your ear doesn't really bleed a lot. No, but then why bother? <laughs> I mean, you're already. Yeah, I don't understand the significance of that part, but I I, uh, no. I chuckled out loud when half the stocking broke over his face when yeah. he was pulling it over his head. And like half the stocking broke, but he just kept going with it. Good for him, by the way, for not breaking character yeah. and continuing on. That was probably the only pair of stockings that they had with it the budget like on that it. movie. I think so. So he yeah. probably had to do it. But uh, that was hysterical. It was funny, he was like yeah. pulling it over his head. First, he, by the way, did you notice he was like licking it at first? I did see that, yeah. It's it fucking it's creepy. It's fucking weird. You know what bothers me? Like being weird or like creepy for the sake of it just comes across as annoying at least to me mm-hmm. like some things are unsettling you know without explanation and that's fine that has a place whatever but the idea that like things are just done just to kind of some things just don't come they just come across as obnoxious mm. this is one of them mm. because there's no explanation it wasn't like okay you can see how we got here we didn't he comes in mom doesn't care he wants to call his dad but his dad he wants like you know but his dad's not there and well, his he, dad was away. His dad's she away said, in Palm Springs. And, yeah, uh, not feeling well. Or not something. feeling well because yeah, it was it was earlier in the movie. It was deemed like he was probably all coked up or loaded or mm. whatever they said. So we see kind of then he gets all emo about it, and he's sitting in the room. Well, by don't himself. forget that he was in the mental institution. She she told him that he was away, and that he wasn't feeling well. And he was a patient in the Crawford. Um, not the kid, not Derek. No, no. Oh, not Derek. No, no, his dad. The dad was, but we don't find out that till much later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, we were just talking about how the mother told he wanted to talk to his dad, and the mother's like, "Oh, well, he's sick. You know, he's not feeling he's, well. He's away yeah. here, and he's not feeling well. He was in the sanitarium. I don't. I didn't get that from that. You find out later." That he was there, yeah. That but he not... was a patient there. And that's where he escapes from, by the way. The the nurse that he seduces with a bottle of champagne. Yeah. She's a nurse at the sanitarium. Yeah. But that's but he breaks in there. He was there previously, but it wasn't like he was in there and that was him breaking out. Remember when just randomly you have this guy like in like a uh, like a commercial kitchen, like dumping garbage out? Yeah. Oh he sneaks and he leaves, in. And he sneaks in. So yeah. he's not breaking out at that point. He's he's already been yeah, you're a right. patient and in and out. So 
if you're well, having we a, make it a point to mention it yeah but that and that's what's so weird about this movie so is a lot of it kind of goes unexplained and you just kind of have to fill in the gaps but you kind of don't want to because it's boring <laughs> but like also it's like it just doesn't go anywhere yeah. you know so Derek's kind of this weirdo and emo about it and in his room emo about it well, he ends up like trying to call his mom, right? And then he ends up taking like all these pills. He takes the pills and he starts right. ripping up the roses he brought. And he's I thought just that talking he was, to gonna, I thought he was trying to kill himself. That's what, That's I, what thought. I thought too. But yeah, he did not succeed. I think I wrote mother of the year hangs up on her son who tries to die. <laughs> Killer has sex with nurse. Those yeah. were those were my notes. For so that. That's what we see. Right. And then, then we're introduced to um, evil. Or yes. evil. Yeah. And evil is a master of disguise, apparently. <laughs> he breaks into a mental institution, which mm-hmm. we find out later he was a former patient of. Mm-hmm. Sneaks in, he's wearing his, uh, as a, breaks in and dresses as a nurse or an orderly or something. Yeah. Comes across a nurse, sweet talks her to drink with him. In and a private room. In a private room. He's got a he's got the st- he's got the stereo on he's his He's got shoulder. his recorder. Yeah, he's got his recorder which is just like a little mini boom box. Yeah. Breaks into the, you know, breaks into this hospital, convinces a nurse that he's there to help and he was sent by the county to assist. And the nurse is like, "Yes, cuz we're so busy." And she says that in an empty hallway in a room that was pretty well contained and it seemed to have enough staff. Um, so I didn't get that. And they were celebrating and that's another thing. Okay. So it's a it's a it's a mental institution where they have all the patients in a room of varying degrees of you know catatonic and bouncing off the walls and they're watching the New York countdown. Mm-hmm. This is set in L.A. Mm-hmm. They're watching Excuse New York, me. so it's like three hours, you know, um, behind. So they're watching the the countdown, and the nurses are handing out party hats and noisemakers and whatnot, and they're counting down New York time. Mm. They're in California. They should probably be worrying about their own time. At this point, it's like almost it's like 8 o'clock. 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. So, which is weird. They're counting down the New York time when they're yeah. in California until 9 o'clock. Yeah, I wrote down the time the, when that when the guy, Evil, was in the room with that nurse. And it was, the clock showed 8.45 p.m. I wrote, weird guy, the killer, tape deck bottle of champagne in a bag and that was at 8 45 which is 15 minutes before the ball drops which then makes sense right because, and that's, right because he kills her right like, and, right then right there's their bottle of champagne and then their makeout session right which is um, weird because he just right and before we even get to the makeout mm-hmm. session he um they break in they go into that break in but they go into a private mm-hmm. room whatever and they kind of toast they have their little uh, pill cup of champagne mm-hmm. and he asks her to dance the nurse who was very flirty with him for the past three minutes he says, well, that's awfully forward of you. <laughs> I don't think that's that forward. Not for nothing. I don't think it's that At forward that point, to no, I don't even so. ask a stranger to dance. It's not particularly very forward. And one you just shared a drink with and was very flirty with for, for the past few minutes. I don't think it's that forward. It's probably the, the, the best case scenario at yeah. that point. A stranger I, with a bottle of champagne in a private room. Just ask me to And they dance. ask you to dance. Yeah. That's probably the best you could ask for. Yeah, no. I think that's okay. I don't if you're if you're stupid enough to put yourself in that situation, I think that that's the uh, the best case scenario. And well, <laughs> it got turned into the worst case scenario because that's where we have our second kill of the movie. Mm-hmm. This nurse is um, about to have sex with Evil, mm-hmm. 
which is weird to say. And um, as they're about to kind of continue their uh, their evening, you hear the countdown, 10, 9, 8, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, Evil hits record on his little boombox recorder thing. Mm-hmm. When they hit 1, 0, and that's when the knife comes out and starts stabbing mm-hmm. uh, the nurse. We see the silhouette. We don't see any of the real... We just see the hand kind of go up and down. Not the silhouette. Um, see the actual split blade um, kind of go in and out of the nurse while everyone's cheering, which is kind of weird. Well, not weird, but it's off-putting, I guess. Yeah. But not well, really. Well, I think the whole point, um, at least I gathered, was to kill her so she could scream while everyone was um, making noise. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree 100%. So that's we see we get a good glimpse of evil there. <laughs> yeah, in a phone booth, deep-throating a voice changer. Yeah, which is um, fucking weird. Yeah, talking about how he's going to kill. Yeah. You know, and after he, once he records, he calls Blaze up again and says, hey, you know, look, I did, I uh, I, I made my first kill, plays the recording for mm-hmm. Blaze. At this point, Blaze has already gotten the cops involved. The cops, for some reason, don't really give too much of a shit. Yeah. They don't really care. Not at first. Yeah. But then they do. Then they got like all kinds of people down there. That's later. Yeah. Yeah. And even then, they're pretty fucking insignificant in this whole movie, the cops. I feel like everyone in this movie is insignificant. Except for evil. Except for evil. Very significant. So were you about to talk about the third victim that he picks up in a bar with the mustache? With the mustache, yeah. That's the third victim. So there's the third, right, because Yvonne is the... First. First victim, Mm -hmm. right? So now we've we've already hit midnight in New York. Now we're waiting on Chicago's midnight countdown. Now we see evil. Hmm? I have a question. Hmm. When does he kill Yvonne? He kills her before the new year. He does. And why does he kill Yvonne? I don't know. Does he mention it? Well, she's her assistant, right? Because he's he's trying to kill his wife. Like, that's the... Okay, there's the the big reveal. There's the spoiler. So, evil is actually... Spoiler. It's a spoiler. (laughs) Yeah, evil is Blaze's husband. Yeah, which you don't know that till the very end. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Toward the end. Yeah, Richard. His name's actually Richard. Mm -hmm. Um, Richard. Yeah. Dick. His name is Dick. His name's Dick. He's boring. And he looks like Bruce Jenner. <laughs> He's he a Bruce Jenner lookalike. It's for real, for yeah. real. Yeah. Pre-op Bruce Jenner. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. The feathered hair. Oh, yeah. The chiseled face. Yeah. A thousand percent. We're moving on to our next victim for Chicago. And at this point, I did think that he was like, is he going, like, is he driving across the country? It still wasn't. I still was a little unclear. At this point, but he's actually not doing that. He's in L.A. <laughs> committing these murders and listening to the radio or watching TV, depending on wherever he's at. Mm-hmm. So this time to pick up his next victim, he puts on a fake mustache, which looks awful. I thought it looked awesome, but it aged him like 15 years. Yeah. He looked like an old guy. He still he looked like an old Bruce Jenner with a mustache. <laughs> yeah. And um, he meets this ditzy blonde at the bar, manages to sweet talk her to uh, to kind of come out to his car and follow him to a party at Eric Estrada's house. <laughs> this dude pulled out a Chips reference. Awesome. Um, and that was enough, apparently, back in the 80s in L.A. to get a girl in the car. You're going to go hang out at Eric Estrada's place. Mm-hmm. She falls that for it. gets the panties wet. <sighs> God. <laughs> That's really bad. <laughs> That's really bad. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, um, you like that word so I much. I don't like that word. It's terrible. <laughs> or is it worse to say the panties moist? I, I don't have a problem with moist. A lot of people, a lot of people do. Of I don't. Words. I don't have a problem with moist. Panties I have, moist. I have problems with more neutral words. Mm-hmm. Words like juice box. Mm. Arts Lunch. And, Lunch. That's your least favorite it's one. It's such an ugly word. Lunch is Arts and crafts word. is a terrible phrase. But it's fun because you can do arts and crafts. It's fun. Ugh. That like, makes it palatable. Arts but in and general, ugh, arts and crafts, figurine, I don't like. <laughs> There's a lot of words I don't like. But he brings this, he gets this woman into his car with her roommate, who has nervous diarrhea, by the way, which we find <laughs> out during the car ride. <laughs> Just pretty funny. But the girl that he picks up, who was sitting in the back seat for some reason, she should probably be sitting in the front considering he's no, the one. No, they were all sitting in the front. Oh, were she they was all? in the middle. Oh, those bench seats back in the... the yeah, yeah, The explosive diarrhea one was on the... On the far yeah, she was by the door. Right. And then uh, the other girl was in the middle. Right. The blonde. And they yeah. both got killed for that one. They did. The, I, uh, the girl he picked up with a joker smile. Mm. Yeah, I think she was the intended victim. Yeah. And I think the um, nervous diarrhea was just a bonus. Well, she brought a friend with her. Yes. You know, she's she's not going to leave a bar by herself. <laughs> That's an awful accent. <laughs> she's, got, she's got one of those accents. She does, yeah. You ever tried transcendental meditation? <laughs> pretty good it works wonders i swear can, no can you do that good. voice can you do can you say nervous diarrhea in that nervous diarrhea thank you my friend has nervous diarrhea oh sorry <laughs> i didn't mean to tell him <laughs> everybody poops it's okay everybody poops sometimes or all the time well, hopefully once a day. That's healthy. What if you do it more than once a day? I don't know. But I hear that at least once a day is healthy. I'm super healthy. So <laughs> we, um, what's funny, <laughs> we start to see Evil get frustrated mm-hmm. in his, um, they're driving. He's got the two girls in his car. He's driving. Oh, yeah, there's blah, 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 There's blah. just blah. This chick is just blah. Doesn't shut the fuck up about mm-hmm. anything and everything. And he's getting frustrated because he's getting closer to midnight in Chicago, and he's not where he needs to be or where he feels he needs to be. They um, all the talk of nervous diarrhea. Nervous diarrhea has to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. He pulls over <laughs> a liquor store. You know, when you're done using the John, he gives her yeah. a, gives her a hundred bucks and says, "Buy the biggest goddamn bottle of champagne you can find." And she's blinded by money, and uh, off she goes. Miss no personality, nervous diarrhea goes in there, <laughs> and then this is where Evil or Richard says to his intended victim what does he say do you want to smoke a number yeah it's colombian yeah now want to smoke a number he pulls he pulls out a giant fucking ziploc bag of pot not a lot of pot in there it's a lot of pot certainly not big enough for that bag but before we even get there what the fuck is smoke a number (laughs) what does that even mean anyone from the 70s like who was a teenager in the 70s if you know the if answer you could help to us that, out on you that. Guys, did you guys say that shit? Because that smoke I mean, a number. That's something. That's before our time, I think. Yeah. So if you know, you can email us, watching our podcast at gmail dot com, or leave a comment, or leave a comment on the Instagram, mm-hmm. watching our podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Let us know because smoke a number really. In my notes, I wrote smoke a number question mark. What the fuck? <laughs> so in it, so she says sure. He takes out this giant Ziploc bag. 
and he puts it over her head yeah. and he suffocates her in the bag of pot. Yeah. Which is what funny because she's screaming and the and like kind of moving around. He's kind of like trying to control her by her shoulders and they're in the car and she's screaming and moving her head and the buds of the pot keep like bouncing around in there, which I thought was kind of so funny. Distracting. It's really distracting. It's funny. <laughs> so he kills her death by pot bag. Awful way to go. Yeah, it's pretty bad. What a waste of pot. That's pretty bad. Although, and this does lead away to probably my favorite part of the movie is um, once nervous diarrhea leaves the... The, the John. The John <laughs> and the uh, uh, liquor store. She goes to where the car was parked. It's not there, obviously. Because he just killed the fucking chatty chick. Mm-hmm. And she follows, she sees a sh- one of her shoes, follows a shoe, and which leads to a dumpster, which she finds chatty chick's jacket or something, sleeve hanging out of a dumpster, and a little blood. So obviously, she goes to it and opens it. And as the viewer, you're watching, you're like, all right, you're going to see the body. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. You see fucking evil in there mm-hmm. with his little lighter. and It's his, a ruse. It's a ruse. Yeah, it's we've all trap. been tricked. And he's in there and pulls in nervous mm-hmm. diarrhea and kills her too. I wonder what, if she had like go of some nervous diarrhea when he killed her. It's very common when you die to poop. Yeah. Well, your butthole like everything relaxes. Yeah. Your sphincter you relaxes. You always very... have poop. Like you, you always got some in. The, you always got one in the chamber. Yeah. Most people at least you got one in the chamber. It's yeah. You evacuate all those fluids it, come out. You know, yeah. One way or yeah. another. Yeah. Um, I'm reading a book called Aftermath. There's a longer title to it, but it's about a cleanup crews for crime scenes. And I'm learning all kinds of gross, disgusting things <laughs> about uh, crime scene cleanup. About after detectives and the police leave, someone's got to clean up the brain matter <coughs> and the blood and the bone fragments and the teeth and the eyeball. Um, it's actually an industry that will do that. And I'm reading about that now. So I am. Um, I wouldn't want to know one of those people. I would. It seems like they have a lot of good stories. I mean, they can kill you. And make it look like nothing happened. I don't know if they don't look like nothing. No, apparently you can't make it look like nothing happened from what I'm gathering. They can clean it. They know how to clean it, but they can't make it look like, I don't know. It's not UV light safe afterward? It is. They do They do come in with blue lights. Oh, to there you go. But at the cost of ripping up floorboards, at the cost of cutting out sections of walls and throwing away furniture and things like that. So I guess that would attract attention. Not without a significant yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, amount of attention. Super good book so far. So, there's a book rec- Jared's book recommendation, Aftermath. <laughs> Check it out. It's about crime scene cleanup crews. Um, <laughs> whatever. You had your makeup corner. I could have a book corner. That's fine. Did I say anything? You don't have to say anything. Oh, I'm perfectly happy with that. That's cool. No, no, no. I don't want to do this by myself. What? You said you weren't going to say anything. Oh, no, no. I mean, about that. Okay. <laughs> Not in general. It's a podcast. Um, <laughs> but let's, let's stick with evil here because he's the, he's, he, he might be the bad guy, but he's the main character. I don't even think it's, that's what we're talking about. I don't think it's Blaze. Blaze sucks. Um, oh, she's awful. But so that everyone in this movie kind of sucks. Even the band. So there are two bands that are featured also, <laughs> um, Shadow and Made in Japan. Mm-hmm. Those bands are featured in the uh, rock club, aka the Holiday Inn. That they're this movie's been being the setting part of the setting of this movie mm-hmm. for Hollywood Hotline, the show. Both are real bands. Shadow is a real fucking band, and that New Year's Evil is a real fucking song. And that song was actually a single. They did try to sell that 
for this movie and it really did seem like that band wrote this song and then a movie was made around it <laughs> because they play it like 10 times <laughs> and they really really want they really push this song on you yeah but they suck they're not very good um oddly enough they broke up shortly after this movie was made hmm. they did form in 1978 um i believe they broke up in 82 hmm. see i do my research um look yeah look at me they can't look at me, but whatever. Um, listen to you. You could listen to me. You don't have to do that either, actually. <laughs> next, we, we're moving ahead to his next kill, to Evil's next kill, where he dresses like a priest. Yeah. Why? I, That's not clear either. I think he's uh, maybe trying to gain gain the trust of... Wait, but he, he dresses up like a priest and then doesn't he try to kill that girl in the drive-in movie theater? Yeah, but that's the thing, right? Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, wait, no. Because he's, he hits he's, the bikers. Yeah, right. So he gets that, he's getting all flustered and frustrated because he's behind schedule because he had to play fucking peekaboo with nervous diarrhea in the fucking dumpster. <laughs> so now he's behind schedule. He has to dress like a priest for some unknown reason. He's yeah. got on a priest collar and the whole thing. And he's driving. And he's getting kind of flustered. He's kind of trying to rush. There are a bunch of bikers around his car at, at a red light. And he's not paying attention. And he kind of rear ends mm -hmm. a motorcycle. Of course, every, all the bikers kind of get up in arms. Yeah. He backs out and runs over the bike mm -hmm. and, you know, drives and away. drives away. Mm -hmm. And then they the chase bikers him. chase him. It's a small little car chase. And he kind of tries to hide out in a drive-in movie theater. Bikers go in. They kind of follow him in there. Mm -hmm. He escapes out of the car. Bikers find the car, smash the car. He garjacks. He finds another car where we come across one of the biggest slasher movie tropes ever. Horny teens. <laughs> yes. So this movie is no different. It is, it is New Year's Eve approaching midnight in Los Angeles. So why wouldn't the drive-in movie theater be packed absolutely the car we see that he tries to carjack it's two uh very young adults <laughs> one of course because it's, it's a 1980s slasher movie we have the girl with the no shirt on and oh the... no she's got that um really cute uh purple sweater okay and with like boobs hanging out well i mean like he's like undoing her shirt and stuff yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. like yeah. touching her boobs yeah uh, aside from that, she's wearing um, an adorable purple sweater, and she's got her hair in high pigtails, ponytails, not like uh, buns or braids or anything. They're just high, like cheerleader pigtails. Mm -hmm. And he's just some dude, you know. Yeah, just some. I don't yeah, what whatever. They're trying. Yeah. I don't see you notice how I you remember what the girl was wearing, what her boobs look like, what she looked like. I have no idea what the guy she was with looked like. Well, because that's um, not the focus. I know. The focus is just the, you know. The girl in her boobs. The girl in her boobs. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, that's always the. Because it, it the could have been goes. any kid. It doesn't matter. Right. You know what I mean? And and also, keep in mind also, we don't see him. <laughs> we don't see the kid for very long because once evil kind of breaks into that car, throws the kid out, mm -hmm. the boy, and the girl is left in there and he takes, yeah. steals the car. The girl is still in the back seat. Mm-hmm. And he's driving away from the, you know, the, the angry bikers. Mm -hmm. While driving away, you know, the girl is crying in the back seat. Take my money. I don't want your money. You know, that conversation. She's like, I'll even do you if you want to. Yeah. And he's like, and he kind of like, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't remember here now. She, oh, yeah, yeah. The, 
Although he's driving away at a brisk 17 miles an hour, <laughs> she could easily tuck and roll and, and be done with this shit. Like, Why doesn't she just jump out yeah. of the car? Yeah. He, he's it's like one stopping of those at cars. stoplights. Yeah. Just, like, you can just, just get casually out. get out. He doesn't have a gun. He didn't even, I don't even think he flashed a weapon at her. He's just the dude who took the car. He may have shown the knife, but she's in the back seat. You can you No, can he bust was just, there. yeah, he was just really, he, he was quick to... Um, get away from the bikers because they found his car so he's just an aggressive priest as far as she knows he's just an a, aggressive you know yeah yeah exactly because he's got the priest outfit on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know yeah i remember when they were in the back seat i remember thinking like that looks so comfortable like they're watching a movie sitting in the back seat of the car and the bench looked like really nice and comfy and she's just like sitting back you know and they're like just kind of making out sort of like he's just fondling her boobs just yeah. touching him and but she looks totally comfortable like they both looked so comfortable i remember sitting there like that looks so comfortable just sitting like in the like the it's way it looked like there. in the back seat yeah like watching the movie you get they had leg room yeah you know what i mean it was fantastic i was like wow that looks like a like nice i want to go to a drive-in movie theater and sit in the back seat okay our back seat isn't that big we have to take the kids car seats out yeah oh man <laughs> and probably vacuum yeah, it's, yeah. There's probably Cheerios, literally. There's everywhere. probably a bunch of shit back there. I don't know. We don't sit in the back seat. Okay. That's because there's car seats back there. All right. Well, I guess maybe that might not be. That's a good idea for somebody else. It's so <laughs> sexy when you're like a married couple with kids. Oh, my God. It's a romance. It's a romance fest. <laughs> Here, let's take the car seats out and vacuum the Cheerios. This way we can sit in the back seat. the back seat. More than likely fall asleep. <laughs> or you get there and you're like, hey, let's sit in the back seat and fool around. And then it's like, oh, wait, all right, let's take out the car seats. Yeah. And oh, Christ, fucking Cheerios everywhere. You just like, sweep the Cheerios Look, off. They spilled the apple thing. juice back here. When did this happen? And there you go. Yeah, that's it. Now that I'm that's it. I don't even watch the movie anymore. I'm just pissed off. You got to put the car seats back now. The car seats back, which is also annoying. <laughs> life we kid we so, have fun <laughs> we have fun so I, I don't remember exactly how but the um girl winds up escaping out of this car and her comfort he he drives into like a park yeah and doesn't she doesn't like out. crash the car or something like that yeah. she gets out mm-hmm. and and she gets out and she winds up like hiding under like the bleachers or some shit and like <laughs> he is like no with no shit like a foot and a half away <laughs> And it's she's clear as day. She's clear as day with her bright purple sweater, and he's looking around like I can't. No, he's looking right at her. Yeah, that was the thing that was bothering me. She's like, there's like I don't know. She's under this thing that's like three feet tall, and she's got this bright purple sweater on, and, and he's she's breathing heavy there. and whimpering. She's he's just standing there like staring at him, like he can see you. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's crazy. He's like. Oh. Like whimpering in yeah. there, and like he's just standing there staring. I mean, thank goodness she gets away in the end. She does get away. She yeah. makes it. She makes it. Yeah. Good for her. Now, <laughs> I hope she still has the same hair. She had beautiful hair. She had a full head of hair, gorgeous, like nice, thick, blonde hair. So did Evil. Evil had a good head of hair. He I had a real had nice head of hair. hair. Yeah, he had a real I nice wish head. I had of that hair. kind of head of mm-hmm. hair. Um. Mm-hmm. So that goes nowhere. Um. <laughs> Yeah, he tries, and he tries. then he goes after 
He goes after Blaze. But this, at this point, our inept cop friends um, find out that the car that was abandoned at the drive-in was actually registered to um, Blaze's husband. Mm-hmm. They tell they seal off the building. They know he's coming. Mm-hmm. But Evil's too smart. He's already God snuck in the building. God damn it, he still gets in. He, yes, he does. He gets in, sneaks into the Blaze's room, even mm-hmm. though it's guarded. He uh, appears in a uh, Stan Laurel mask. Um, is that what that is? Yeah, I yeah. From Laurel and Hardy. No, no. It's from Laurel and Hardy. It's Stan Laurel. It's kind oh. of like caricature. Scares Blaze. And scares me. Yeah, and then Shit. pulls out the mask, and then that's when we find her. She's like, Richard! Mm. And you find out that's her husband. You mm-hmm. don't know this until then. And it's kind of like, wow, that's kind of a reveal. Like, no, like, I didn't expect that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, And that's where, and that was literally the enthusiasm. Well, that's kind of cool. Well, so you put it all together. You're like, yes. oh, he's the guy. He's the oh, guy. he's trying to kill her. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he finally um, re- revealed that it's her husband. The- and he's got a whole kit. Like uh, like a trunk that yes. he keeps in the hallway, and he opens the elevator um, operation um, a shaft. What do you call it? It's like a a box. It's a box in the Electrical wall. Electrical box. There you go. And he just has these little wires. <laughs> He's using these little clip wires to like bypass the electricity from like one With spot the to the other, yeah. and then shoving this um, screwdriver. In I don't know where, I, I honestly I don't know anything about elevators, but he's shoving the screwdriver into his other thing that's like controlling the elevator, and when he has a screwdriver and the elevator goes either up or down, whichever thing he's got it hooked up to, the wires he uses these little clip-on wires, the little alligator they do clips. nothing. Like yeah, that <laughs> doesn't revert energy from one spot to it another. It doesn't know the amount of voltage. I mean, I, obviously I should not be looking into this, and like as much as I am, it's uh. Is what we call our Spider-Man theory. Um, we'll get into that another day. But uh, he, uh, yeah, he uses these little alligator clips to like try to divert the energy from or the power from one spot to another, and chains her up what to like the bottom of the of the elevator. He chains her up to yeah in the elevator shaft. But before mm-hmm. he does that, though, he does kind of reveal his master plan yeah. to her in the room before he kind of chains her up. And talks about why he's doing it. You find out that he was a um, a patient at the institution where he killed the nurse in the early his first victim, and so he had some ties there. You find out that he's um, very angry <laughs> at his wife for all of her fame and her money and neglect and this, that, and the other. So he has a lot of issues here, and. Um, with that, he's got he pulls out handcuffs because of course he's got handcuffs too. Takes her over to an elevator shaft, so as Christina said, bypassing the electricity and the floors from the outside. By the way, <laughs> I know a little bit about this. Can't really do that. And um, especially, especially in where, especially with the electrical clips. system that they were using, <laughs> it's not super possible. Um, so now we have an empty shaft, and he, what he does is he kind of and he pulls a chain out of it. There's mm-hmm. there shouldn't be a fucking heavy well, duty he, chain. He attaches the chain to the bottom of the uh, elevator, and then I, I thought it, I thought he found it like at the bottom <clears throat> of the of the elevator. I honestly don't know. Mm, I wouldn't be surprised either way. I guess but he had a whole kit. I could That's imagine true. that he might have a chain in his kit. He it had was, he was prepared with um um. Uh, what do you call those handcuffs? He had the handcuffs. Yeah. He had so costumes. He had the chain too. Yeah, it's true. It's like like a carrot top bag. Yeah, all kinds of cool things in there. So a trunk of fun. Yeah. Oh. It was a, 
Like the cat in the hat. That's the name of the episode. No. Evil and his trunk of fun. That is not. I was thinking switchblades and blush. That works too. <laughs> Maybe we can find a way to shove them both together. We can put, yeah. I can, we can do that. So there you go. So you click that you know what we've, we did, we've settled on. Um, <laughs> we're, uh, so he chains up uh, Blaze to the elevator and starts sending it up and down. Yeah. In that he does, we do see, we get a nice little callback. Because going up or down in this elevator shaft, we come across Yvonne's head. Yeah. On one <laughs> of those, in the elevator. Which is just kind of, yeah, Which was kind of, it's like, oh, hey, I remember her. It was, it's like a visit from an old friend. It was nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, that chick died. Oh, yeah, her. She right, dies right, like right. in the first 10 minutes of the movie. That's why. Yeah, you forget. And you didn't even you see it. About, you yeah. didn't even see it. You just kind of you you see the shower curtain she move. Is too. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> so you're the assistant. Who cares? <laughs> um... <laughs> The cops find evil and chase him to the roof. The inept cops finally do something and they chase him to the roof, at which point he quotes Hamlet and jumps off the fucking roof. And then that's the end of evil. Evil's mm. dead. I How, just, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. How anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, in the end, all that. And he jumps off the roof and we see, um, I believe it hits midnight at that point. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, so he's the actual last death, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so we see now. We then we see Derek kind of come up upon the evil, his dad's body, and starts crying over it. You know, um, I believe it was insinuated that he was also in on it. Yes, right. Yeah, exactly. I think that was kind of you. Kind of have to look a little deep. I think to well, see he that. tries to kill her at one point in the movie. Um, Derek, I'm talking about. Mm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. He tries to. Uh, he tries to kill her at one point in the movie, I believe, um, when she's at the not the party, the show, or whatever. I think she's talking. I don't know if she's talking to the police or she was like, I don't, I don't remember where she was. She was somewhere backstage. And he was like, um, sort of like around the corner with the stocking over his head, and he was like right. holding something. He was gonna smack her in the head with it. Right, um, right, right. And then he retreats. I forget. I forget why. It's awful that I'm forgetting. Like I should know these things. Um, well, now we're hitting two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So there's that part where he, you know, he tries to kill his mom, and then he retreats back. And I believe later it's revealed um, when Richard. Before she brings her down to the elevator shaft, he talks about how like the son is in love with her or something, or like yeah. the son has some kind of like an infatuation, infatuation with her. Of, yeah, which then all like kind of makes it make sense because the kid's so fucking creepy through the whole movie, but you don't get why. You know, like you don't understand. I at least I didn't. Like he's like watching her clear. on TV. Like he brought he brought her flowers right in the beginning. Yeah. He brought her roses. Um, he tries to tell her, but obviously he's like disappointed because he tries to tell her about something that's important to him, you know, and she just shoots him down. She's like, oh, that's great. Anyway, and moves on. And then he calls her in the room later on and she's like, look, I can't, I'll talk to you later. Um, and that's when he like, you know, he takes the pills, puts the stocking over his face and stuff like that. And like, he's like watching her on TV and like ripping the flowers apart and you know, like there's a lot of creepy behavior that's definitely abnormal, but you don't, you can't quite put your, at least I couldn't quite put my finger on why. Like, what was he mad at her? Or, you know, like I thought I he was know. mad. It kind of turns out that he had like a thing, and it made sense when he's like ripping her, her stockings. 
and putting them over his face, like licking them at some point. He yeah. tries to kill her. Like it seems like the two of them were supposed to be working together. I agree. If yeah. I'm not mistaken. For sure. Yeah. And I think you get that also at the end. So mm-hmm. when Derek's crying over his dad's body, um, Blaze is put into the uh, into the ambulance. He's taken down from the elevator shaft thing. Put into an ambulance, and you see the <clears throat> you know the EMT gets in the back with her, and there's an EMT in the front. He says, "Okay, ready to go." And then we see the EMT in the front is wearing the Stan Laurel mask, mm-hmm. uh, and you see the EMT who should have been there is dead in the passenger seat, mm-hmm. and we kind of can deduce that it's Derek um, mm-hmm. who is driving. The, uh, the ambulance. The ambulance. And one of the things that um, is worth mentioning is on the radio, um, we've already hit, Los Angeles has hit its midnight, so there has been another death. Something I just realized as we were talking about it, in the initial phone call Evil has with Blaze, he says that, you know, I'm going to kill somebody for every midnight in the time zones. Um, he said the last one is going to be you or something to some effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so as you're watching the movie, Okay, you know we finally hit LA. Evil is not does not kill Blaze. He has in fact jumped off the roof, so mm-hmm. he was the final death. In the radio, while they're while in the ambulance, you hear the radio. It's like okay, one more midnight to go in Hawaii. So mm-hmm. the last one is still probably going to be Blaze. Derek is going to mm-hmm. be the one to do it. I didn't think that far. You know, and I think you probably <laughs> maybe we're thinking um. Maybe I'm thinking a little too much into it. And I think most people who got through this movie didn't <laughs> think that much. <laughs> into look it. into that. Um, and that was pretty, and so the movie ends and that's it. Yeah, it's pretty much it. Um, I didn't notice this when we watched it because I didn't notice it. I had read, um, and I'm not going to go through and look. So if you, uh, if you do know if it's true, let us know. That according to, from what I read though, the credits move at a very fast pace when going through the cast and the crew um but when it hits the music portion of the credits um it slows down to a crawl <laughs> so we can see all of the goodness that we've been um uh, given by shadow <laughs> and uh, made, made in japan. japan correct i am personally going to look into both of these bands and i will report back next week i wonder how much stake they have in the movie you know what i mean did they produce it you know what i mean were they the ones behind it i'm curious because that whole movie is just the song it's those that song and both of those bands kind of going up there yeah and in this really shitty i don't know if it's a club or a music studio that's it's definitely a a hotel Mm -hmm. it's fucking weird it doesn't make any sense and it's all over the place and the song is called new year's evil the movie is called new year's evil it's a lot the guy's name is evil they're really hammering home is evil but this movie is not that evil no, what's evil is that chick's blush. That shit is yes. evil. Yes. That is evil, That's evil shit. The amount of blush in this movie <laughs> is just, it's unnecessary and gratuitous. I agree. I've seen movies with gratuitous violence, etc. I've never been more horrified than I was when I saw this woman's blush. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I believe you. It's Christ awful. It's pretty bad. Thankfully, this is not. I don't think this is a movie that's going to go into our rotation of movies we kind of visit every now and again. <laughs> I don't think it's going to make that list. But if it's on your list, that's okay, and that's cool. That's awesome. We're that's not fine. snobs. We just we just happen to not be into this one. I look. It really was quite boring. I at do. Times. Yeah, 
And I do like shitty movies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do like campy movies. I get the cult classic thing. I totally get it. Um, it sounded like you said the cult classic thing. Oh, my God. The cult classic. <laughs> I had a, I, I used to, I worked in a bagel store when I was like 18, 17 or 18. And uh, the owner slash manager, Ron, was a super fucking weird guy. Super weird. And he always refused to refer to Coke, Coca-Cola as Coke Classic. <laughs> always, always, always. <laughs> always. And on Saturdays, he'd go to Carvel and get a malted. <laughs> fucking killed me, that guy. That guy was so fucking weird. Was he really old? No. No. He wasn't. That's weird. He it's was like some not, old-timey way of talking, but he wasn't old. He was like early 40s. <laughs> in the 90s? 30s. Yeah, in, in the late 90s, yeah. Coke Classic and malted. Okay. Oh God, fucking Ron. Malted. Yeah. I kind of want one right now, though. I take one. Yeah. I'll drink a malted. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you want me to go to Carpel? No. All right. Good. I don't think they were not open. open. No, but um. Cookies and cream. Um, Baskin Robbins. Baskin Robbins. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they make malteds. Is there? Is, aren't they the same? I don't fucking know. Do they put malt in it? Like like the inside of a whopper? Assume. Hold on. Uh-oh. Let's find out. Hey Google, what are the ingredients of a malted milkshake? Fuck Martha Stewart. Malted fucking whoppers, whoppers suck. Yeah. Whoppers are terrible. Oh, that's I made wh- I, You know what? I made. I made malted ice cream once. Yeah. Remember, that was pretty good. Yeah, you made it. Um, I think you made it for me when I was breastfeeding. I made it for you. Maybe. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Oh, no, we bought Ovaltine. No, yeah, but you made, no, you made, mal- yeah. yeah. Yeah, you added it to yeah. uh, ice cream. When you yeah. Made it once. It was really good. It was good. I don't know why. You don't like it. No, I made it for you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> So I think it was a big swing and a miss this week, New Year's Evil, hmm. you know, and Christina's very tired. I can see it from here. <laughs> okay. So that means it is time to end the show. <clears throat> so yeah. that's all I got this week. That's it. You? That's all it. Right. That's all I got. So? If I think of anything else, we'll uh, we'll plug the microphones back in. But I think that's going to be it because I got to edit tomorrow before this thing can go up on Tuesday. There you go. New episodes on Tuesdays. As always... If there's a movie you want us to watch, talk about, or you have something to say, or you think we should stop hmm. saying things, you can email us at watchinghorrorpodcast at gmail.com, and you can follow along of all our social media fun, hmm. which pretty much just includes Instagram at watchinghorrorpodcast. We don't do Facebook. We have a Twitter, but it's there's nothing there. But you should totally follow our Instagram. Christina runs the Instagram. For the most part. Um and uh, you should totally follow it. So follow it. Yeah, and uh, yeah. And for um, cinnamon bun confection oh my deliciousness, God, you guys hit up uh, com also. All right. That's all I got this week. You good? I'm good. Excellent. We'll see y'all on the flippity flop. Or next Tuesday, whichever comes first. Oh, see you next Tuesday, bitches. Boom. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, uh, you want to smoke a number? Seven. I got some great Five, stuff here. Four, Columbia. Three, here. Two, smell. One.